Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you back to the program. This is episode number 59. Sorry for the little bit of a delay in scheduled programming. We had an unfortunate writer's strike. And uh, yeah, when that happens, I think we all know how that goes. But it's episode number 59. We're feeling good. We're feeling loose. Spring is almost here. The snow up north, it might be melting. It's probably not. You're going to get a lot more, but there's some still around. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Summer's coming. Good weather's here. And as a Canadian, like I, I, when, I, when, this, when the snow's gone, it's summer. It's, you don't wait till July to consider it summer or June 21st, summer solstice. None of that nonsense when the snow is done and the shorts are on. Summer's begun. You know what I'm saying? Time to get back to our facts. Didn't do any facts. Last episode, if we're talking about the NHL, who is the best number 59 in history? Not a lot of options. Some newer options, actually. Some new faces. But Roman Yossi definitely taking the case on that one. Yossi used to wear number 90, which is his birth year for Bern in the National League, which is the top league in Switzerland. I'd love to see it honest ranking and if people could actually tell us what is the, you know, obviously the NHL is the best league in the world. The KHL, I'd have to imagine, is the second best league. But I'd have to imagine, again, that if if top three, the Swiss league might might round that out. People might even, I hear people say like the AHL is up there, but you know, I don't know if that's true. You get the superstars that are over there in Europe making big money that's not available in the American League. But the AHL might be one of the hardest leagues in the world to play in. Could be very well. But the Swiss League, a nasty league. It goes by the NLA. I believe they call it just the NL actually, sorry now. But that is uh, the Swiss top league. And that's where uh, Yossi played before he came to North America. And that's where he wore number 90. And then uh, when he came to North America, he he, he wore uh, number 33 for the Milwaukee Admirals of the American Hockey League. But he has since worn number 59 since making his NHL debut on November 26, 2011. He's been a, he's been a stalwart. Is that the term? He's, he's been a stud his entire career. 11 years in the NHL, 738 games played, 134 goals, 381 assists for 515 points in a career plus minus of 73. He's always been a good player, but this year, how old is he right now? He is 31 years old. He's having a career high year in goals, points, Everything so far. Assists. He's got 17 goals, 52 assists for 69 points in 58 games. Like I said, career highs in all. And, you know, he's only played 58 games in an 81-game season. He's on pace for 23 goals, 72 assists, and 95 points as a defenseman. Not too shabby. It just, as a defenseman myself, I mean, the guy doesn't score goals. When I see these NHL defensemen, like what they're doing now, the points they're putting up, I mean, there's always been offensive defensemen, but I just feel like there's there's a little more flash involved right now. Or, you know, there's flash, but it's coming from multiple guys across the league now, maybe not just one or two guys. It's, it's getting a little crazy, but Roman Yossi, 
kind of one of those guys that definitely slips under the radar. That probably doesn't get talked about as much as he should. He's been an elite defenseman for a decade. And this year, he's putting in an absolute season. So good for him. Have not been paying much attention to the NHL. Again, I've bitched about it on prior episodes before. Don't have, not have a, a, an, app, an, an affable streaming platform that allows me to do so. Makes following the NHL very, very hard. But I was listening to a fun fact the other day that in Ryan Nugent Hopkins' 11 seasons with the Edmonton Oilers, he is now on his 12th head coach. 12 coaches in 11 years. That's got to be tough. It's sad, too, because I don't know, a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I don't know, maybe that's helped his game. Maybe that's hurt his game. Maybe he's taken little bits from all 12 guys he's had so far and, you know, a little bit added there. But I feel like he's never really got a chance to hit his stride. The team has never got a chance to hit their stride. Like, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is in his 11th season. And for me, I just remember him breaking into the NHL think that that's 11 years ago already, and to see what the Oilers have done in that time, it's terrible. It's truly terrible. They're wasting prime years of Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Um, it's just crazy. I don't even. I don't really want to get into it, but I, that was a fact that I had to bring up. Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers is on his 12th coach in 11 seasons. Riddle me that one. I'm from Calgary. Leafs fan first and foremost, but I do love the Calgary Flames. That is sickening. I feel bad for Oilers fans, man. It, it's bad up there. It's not good. I don't even want to go look right now. What are we looking at for the Oilers? It just seems like every year, you know, they start out hot. They got McDavid. They got Dreisaitl. They're always going to be, you know, 1-2, top 5 at least in scoring. It's just, it's crazy. Let's go take a, let's take a quick look. Let's take a gander. The Edmonton Oilers, you know, they make a big deal of it. But they're still in third place in the Pacific. 70 points, 33, 23, and 4 as we're speaking right now. This is a Wednesday. But, you know, I feel like this, the star power they do have, it's almost like how are they not top of the cream of the crop yet? You know, it didn't take Crosby this long to win a couple cups. It took Ovechkin a while, but he didn't have, you know, I mean, he, he had Backstrom. They're almost turning into a... A little bit of a Washington Capitol thing. I'm sure they'll get it done one day, but the day has not come. Folks, let's continue with our stats. I thought this was cool. In the NBA, no one has ever worn number 59 in history. And I do these fun facts, and someone who listens to the show once reached out and said that basketball numbers were way lower because the ref would make you know use his hands to make the numbers if he was calling fouls or something. I don't know if those days still continue. But I want to see someone, some nasty kid come in. We're number 59. 59 is kind of a gross number. I think it's a cool number. If we're talking about the NFL, we're talking about Jack Ham, linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers from 1971 to 1982. He was one of the top outside linebackers in NFL history. Jack Ham. Jack Ham. Collected 25 sacks, 21 fumbles, recovered. 21 fumbles recovered and 32 interceptions during his 12 years in the league. His 53 takeaways are the most ever by a non-defensive back. He was widely regarded as one of the most intelligent linebackers in the NFL, and he was one of the crucial centerpieces 
on four different Super Bowl championship teams. Well, I'll be fucking damned, Jack. Ham. We're talking about the MLB. There were a, a ton of options. Again, a man by the name of Todd Jones gets the nod as the best number 59 in MLB history. He's a one-time All-Star. He is from Marietta, Georgia. He has a career record of 58-63 and ERA of 3.97. In 982 games, he had 319 saves, 1,072 innings pitched, 868 strikeouts for a whip of 1.413. Honorable mention, if we're talking about the number 59, we're going to talk about the great Rob Thompson, Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame member, Born in the Corona, Ontario region just outside of Sarnia. The beautiful city of Sarnia, Ontario. Just across from Port Huron, Michigan, the St. Clair River. The beautiful, flowing, rapid St. Clair River that brings luscious blue water out of the Great Lake Huron. One of the most beautiful bodies of water. The most beautiful body of water in the Great Lake system, I must say. <laughs> no, but Rob, Rob Thompson is a multi- World Series champion. He was a coach of the All-Star team, the AL All-Star team in LA. I believe that was 2010. And he's the current bench coach of the Philadelphia Phillies. Hopefully that team's going to be good this year. Really hoping so. Can I get a hey, hey, how are you now? Folks, we love doing our stats. It's good bar talk. It's good chat. It's good. It's just good. You know, people do Sudoku in the morning. I don't personally do it, but um, it's good. Just you know, I think maybe next time you see the number, you might you know, it'll stick in the back of your head a little bit of information. I was talking about streaming, and I was kind of bitching about streaming programs and how they haven't integrated with sports yet. But Apple TV is now streaming two baseball games on Friday nights. It ain't much, but it's honest work. It's honest work, and that's a start, and that's all we needed, folks. People will look at that and be like, <laughs> that's a snowball effect. They're getting some baseball. Someone else is going to get something else sooner enough. We're going to have NHL on our Netflix, and all will be well. All will be well. It's good to see people, you know, innovating, trying new things. You want to talk about trying new things. Amazon is kind of going off the cuff here. With a new application, I'm not sure if anyone's heard about this. I've just heard about this in the last couple of days. I don't believe it is um, available yet. It's on like an invite-only kind of thing. You can't just download it yet. You have to join a wait list or be invited onto it. But Amazon is making a new app called AMP. And it's not having the Amazon branding or logo or anything. To do. It just says AMP, but it's made by Amazon. And I guess it's kind of their um, attack at Clubhouse. If anyone remembers Clubhouse, it was, came out like a year ago. Would have been like exactly this time a year ago. It was supposed to be this new app that was going to be a big deal. It was like live podcasts where people could enter the room and like join the conversation. The social media app that was going to have no text. It was only going to be voice. And it just turned into a giant pile of poo. I had it for a little bit. It just, it was stupid. I just didn't. You'd go into a room and you'd be like, yeah, you might be able to talk, but you're in a room with 30 million thousand people. Odds are they're not picking people out of the crowd. to listen. It was just, I don't know what they thought it was going to be. One of those apps, too, that started with invite only, had that e e exclusivity to it. 
But yeah, I mean, other than a couple comedians like literally fucking with people, pretending that they were serious, I, I I never found any joy in that application. So the premise of AMP technically is it's it's not going to be just like that. It's going to be like a you're going to be like a DJ. You're not going to be like Tiesto. You're not going to be spinning crazy beats, remix and shit. It's going to be like you're almost like the host of a radio station. And you can play basically any song. And I guess they have licensing with like essentially any song you want to put on will be available. And um, it kind of falls under the same laws as radio, strangely enough. You know, the content laws. I don't know exactly what they are. It's something like you can only play three songs of an album, two songs of an artist. You can't repeat within an hour window. I don't know if it's exactly that, but there's there's jargon. But it's kind of sounds like the rules of this are, are you know, very much like radio. And it's essentially, it is trying to, you know, it is, because radio hasn't died. People think radio is fucking around. Radio, radio hasn't died. Radio is amazingly resilient. Has not died at all. Apparently there's 156 million Americans who listen to radio every single day. I don't know how many Americans are, how many Americans are there? It's got to be over 400 million. Some, I think it's 440 or something like that. It's a big number. I'm not going to look it up right now. My producer, um, absent. I'm on my own. I'm running this vessel alone in the Carolinian studio. But I, I, I power on. It's not going to phase me. 156 million Americans listen to the radio every single day. I don't know if it's listens, relies, or strictly listens to the radio every single day at work, in the car, in some facet. They're not just hearing it in passing by. They're listening to the radio. So that's a big... But now that's a that's a big window that you know people that aren't on Spotify that aren't on Apple TV or sorry Apple Music, whatever streaming service you're on now they're not on that they're not doing it, then they don't want no part of it. So I guess I heard an, I heard some arguments people saying that this is like Amazon's attack at those people who are not yet on one of those apps. They're trying to infiltrate a market that is untamed and is listening to strictly. Old school radio. I don't know if this is what that is going to actually do, but it's a cool. It could be a cool app. It could be a cool app. Apparently, you can. It's going to kind of be like you're going to be like your D. Like you know, remember back in the day. I mean, there's still good radio hosts on a lot of platforms in a lot of major cities, but before all these platforms, we can listen to like radio was big, man. Like radio, like you listen to your guy. Like they put the right tunes on the right time. They got you feeling good. They had good stories. They told the right news that was relevant to the city. Like, it was cool. It was cool. It was really sweet. That's not as relevant anymore. But this app, maybe it could be in it. You, you can do things like you can call in, apparently. And, like, as you're the host, you can have people call in and, like, request songs and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. You can essentially do exactly that on, like, TikTok. Like, I, I see guys on TikTok that are going live every single day. And at like the same time, and they're playing like you know music or doing shows. Some people are literally DJing; they're mixing their own tunes. I don't know. I don't listen to that. I ain't going on TikTok live to listen to that through my phone. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I think I always think about this though. And I heard a fact about this a year ago. There's something like 80% of cars on the roads today, and this is in the states. I'm sure it's very similar in Canada. Are over 12 years old. So they don't have the screen, they don't have the rear view camera, they don't have the bells and whistles, the Apple CarPlay. 
those people aren't like probably I don't know. I I I don't I have a, I have an 08 truck. I don't have the screen and stuff. I still use Spotify and stuff, but I don't think a lot of people are going aux cord. You know, I don't think they're. I don't know if people driving old cars that are 12 years and older. I'd love to see the stats on that. How many of them are ripping the aux cord, choosing their own tunes? No, a lot of those people are probably just listening to the radio, as they always have. So, radio not going anywhere. Name a job site that. I mean, there's some I'm sure that are, you know, playing their tunes, and some guys like. You know, choosing their music, putting a playlist on, but you're gonna get some old fuck on the job site at some point who's gonna lose his shit and be like, "Would you just turn the fucking radio on? I'm sick of you skipping a song every 30 seconds, or just you know, just let it play." Radio, there's no worries. You know, you get a, you put a playlist on, you get a little anxiety. Are the boys gonna like it? Are they gonna like what I play? You're not even enjoying the song you listen to because you're so worried. Are the other people that you play it for going to enjoy it? They won't, though. That's the secret. I'll tell you right now. They don't. Amp. Might sign up for the wait list. Maybe we'll, we'll bring the project strictly to Amp. That'll be the first business move. Get Amp shut down in a hurry. In a hurry. Getting pretty sick of TikTok and all these... Stupid apps we we use. I I I just can't. I can't keep watching people in Ukraine. You know what I mean? It's awful what's going on in Ukraine. But the I don't know what I'm searching on my phone that it thinks TikTok needs to show me straight Ukraine, Instagram straight Ukraine, all of it. European foreign affairs. All of a sudden, it's turned on a dime. All of a sudden, I'm a, just consuming f- European foreign affairs. Awful what's going on there. Hoping it gets resolved immediately, but at, at what point is if you just see it all day? Is just is it is it too much? I heard that they were debriefing TikTok stars in America about the Ukrainian war because of their because of their influence on the public. I don't think everything's got to be news, man. Like, where do you where do you draw the line? Like, again, European affairs. The information on that shouldn't probably come from our our best TikTokers, our best content creators. Imagine the meeting for that would have been awesome. The meeting for that would have been fucking incredible. I haven't seen any need for that to happen, but you know what? You know what? That's where a majority of these people are getting their news from. TikTok's wild. There's a thing that goes on on TikTok that always drives me crazy and this kind of ties into I guess another small beef with public gyms in general but there is a big problem with fitness influencers and I'll say that with a term loosely because everyone's a fitness influencer you could know nothing about anything and you can just post videos on TikTok with good quality good angles wearing nice clothing and people are going to believe you you can just be a good looking person and just start just start doing anything. You can start eating pine cones and people are going to start doing it. It's a crazy world. Right? You don't even have to you don't have to know what you're doing anymore. It's actually really impressive. But this is just a no-no. And I absolutely hate this. I I don't know if I watch workout videos or whatever it thinks I want to see this, but I, it's like a trend. And it's like people bitching about someone walking through their video that's being recorded of them like lifting, doing an exercise at a gym. But it's at like a public gym and it's open and it's there's multiple other customers, athletes, 
fitness goers, fat fucks roaming about trying to get a little workout on. And like you put the, you put your phone down and someone walks through it and they're mad and they're like syncing up this music to it. And it's like, what the fuck are these people doing, man? Or like guys posing in the mirror in the bathroom and someone like walks through it on their way to the shower and these boys are like pissed and then like making a video about it and like putting this guy in their video and it bunch it's getting a bunch of likes, a bunch of people being like, yeah, fuck people like that. No, no. So I hate public gyms. I despise public gyms. Whenever I walk into a public gym, you know, it just feels like people are like, people are looking at you. People are looking around. There's, there's guys just, there's meatheads walking around. There's people that just, you don't know what someone else is doing. They're looking at you. It's just a weird environment. I just don't, I don't really enjoy it. I, I don't care for the public gym at all. I want a home gym. Get in there and get weird. All these all these public gyms with the mirrors. I don't like the mirrors. The mirrors are kind of creepy to me. I feel like a lot of a lot of gyms we get used to it. Well, we got with a lot of mirrors. You know where are the mirrors at? Because it feels weird when they're not around. Like you know, I gotta look into it. I gotta see my form. You're not looking at your form. How do you do? You can't do a squat and look at your form straight on. Can't do a squat and look 90 degrees to your right and look at your form. You're gonna break your neck. Public gyms are brutal. I just hate I just they're gross, they're stinky. People are looking at you like you give a fuck. You just don't I just don't I just don't care for it. I want to just be in there. I just want to do my own thing. I want to get after it and get out of there. I like working out. If I'm working out with a group of people that we're all together working out in the same workout, we all have the same goal. We're there for the same duration or something like that. Yeah, I like working out in a group like that. But I mean, I'll go to these public gyms, but I'm just, I'm just not really into it. Not really caring for it. You know what I mean? Just a very weird. I just don't. I definitely don't feel as good in a public gym as I could working out virtually anywhere else. Virtually anywhere else. But I think a home gym. I want to make it just seem like it's an essential item that I need to have. I have to have one. Because fitness is just going to be part. It's going to be as important as eating. And drinking. Breathing. Even if I, you know, I, I want a good setup. It doesn't take much. You don't need a lot of shit to really, to really get after it. No one cares. But I'm, if I'm talking dream home gym, I'm talking all I need is a little, I need a, I need a squat rack. That maybe has like a pull-up bar at the top. Higher pull-up bar. I'm six foot two. You know, when I hang, I don't want my feet touching the ground when I try and do a pull-up or a chin-up, you know? Just entices cheating. The higher they are up, the better. If you can let your feet hang straight down, it's so much easier than having to curl your fucking stupid legs up. You know what I mean? So they don't touch the floor, so you're not cheating. But if you just had a you know a nice cage, call it a cage, a rack, whatever you will. You get some you get some bumper plates so you can do your Olympic lifts. You get a floor that you can drop weight on. Could be your garage, maybe a basement. Somewhere you can huck some weight around. I'd say get some dumbbells or you get one of those power blocks. You get one of those power blocks, the adjustable dumbbell. You know, you get those like up to a hundred. That's all you need. Get those up so then it saves space. You don't have the whole fucking big giant rack laying around. Then what you need is you need a bench. 
in case you do some bench press, you know what I mean? You can do incline with the dumbbells, all that good stuff. Um, you need a bar to do your squats, your cleans, your Olympic lifts, you know. Uh, maybe you get a bar, uh, the, the female bar, the, the girls bar too. Because, you know, you, you have some girls over there working out. They want, you know, you want to have it. You know, you, you have multiple people working out. You got multiple bars. It's a, it's a good setup. Maybe you get a stationary bike. Maybe a treadmill. Your cardio item of choice. But other than that, you know, a couple med balls. Maybe, you know, foam roller or two. And it's all you really need when you have a couple plates. And enough to, you know, enough plates to squat. Enough plates to, you know, do your lifts. It wouldn't take much. And just imagine, I I personally think... I don't need the activity of going to the gym, you know, getting out of the house. Some people need that. They get out of the house. It's an event. They're going. Some people, you know, they go shopping. They go to the mall. Some people go to the gym. You know what I mean? They get out of the house. It's you know, it's nice to do something, you know. But I would just like. I think it would be so much more convenient. You know, you want to get a quick workout in. You don't got to go change, run to the gym, do all this, drive home, change there, come back. Maybe it's busy, you know. You can work out whatever you want. You wake up first thing in the morning. You get in the bike. Maybe you, you ride the bike for 10 minutes. You just get the blood flow and you flush out a bit. I've never done that in my life, but if I had a home gym, maybe I would. Wake up, quick 10-minute flush. Just get the legs going a bit. Get the legs going. Get a sweat on. Then get my little shower in. Get a coffee. Feel great. Get the metabolism moving. That's the dream. And then, and then, this is, this is what, I don't know. This is what I think about my head sometimes. By doing so, if I ever had children and I continually worked out and they saw that that just, they just grew up thinking that that was normal, then they too will just always take care of themselves physically. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know what we're talking about right now, but that's, that's it essentially. You know what I mean? So I think there's, you know, there's a lot we can work on there, but the home gym, do not sleep on it. Invest in it. Some of these things are expensive, but once you once you get like a bar, like it's a it's a metal bar, you can have it for twenty years. Get some weight; it's not going to go bad. It's not a whole gymnasium using it every day. It's just you. Shit's going to be good forever. Just think about it. You know, there's a lot to th- there's a lot to think about there, folks. We have really good news that I was fortunate to receive today via self investigation. And that was that we have, for some time, passed our goal of $1,000 to donate towards True North Aid for the Podjects Indigenous Aid Fund, which was derived, jeez, this would have been like July, long time ago. And many of you who listen to this show were donators who were promised an exclusive one-of-a-kind golf shirt that is currently out of stock due to orders being backed up very much so we'll say my shipping to receiving department isn't isn't very fluid yet i have those in um i'm going to be back in canada uh end of april sometime in may around there and i'm going to get those shirts out to you but thank you very much to everyone who did um donate i know that uh, many of the people that did donate are avid listeners of their show so if you are listening i really do appreciate it um for those of you who didn't donate, there's links available on my Facebook page. Find them on Instagram and whatnot for the project at the project on Facebook. You can still find it. I haven't closed it, but now that it's actually over my goal. When I just looked, it was at like $1,300. So I thank you very much. It's not a lot. I know that, but I know that this is an organization that I looked up and is still doing 
some good work with our people up there, up north and in communities that just, you know, they need a hand and it's, uh, it's scarce. There might not be as many resources available for what's uh, needed to be had up there and, you know, any little bit of helps. And this was going on at a time where I just didn't know if, um, you know, I was really going to make a difference, but I thought, you know, any little bit helped and I was glad just to, you know, do something nice. And I'm going to close that link here and it'll be available uh, for the True North Aid to use how they wish. And that's going to be very nice. And then soon enough, some of you guys are going to have these sweet golf shirts. I cannot reiterate how nasty these golf shirts are. Uh, they just, they just, they got the project logo. They got the nice flower trim on them. And I think I'm going to have to get a couple more of them made because they were very spicy. Um, this is going to be a big, big summer, folks. I cannot express that enough. Uh, going to be a lot of content generation. Um, going to be a lot more um, consistent podcast hopefully going to be out on the same day more often uh, but the, the show lives on folks and I, and I cannot reiterate how thankful it is a lot of people I see around the Fayetteville area that I'm able to see in person these days uh, when you come up and say that uh, you know when's the next episode or you know I listen to the pod I, fu- I fucking love that fires me up um, it's crazy to think that I think at the moment the, sh- the way the show is going I have like three times the amount of listeners in um, the States than I do is in Canada. And, uh, that's just, you know, obviously I'm down here. It's where I'm, you know, I'm posting and where I'm streaming these, these things from. I don't know if that has an effect on it, but I thank you all for joining me on this journey. Cause we're just getting started, baby. You're going to have some, uh, I, I really want to have some good guests. I mean, I don't really have a direction with the show. We like to have a good time, but, uh, I want to have some smart people on. I want to have some fun people on. And uh, everyone in between, it's just going to keep being whatever it, um, you know, ends up being that week. And, and I like doing it that way. And um, I mean, this week, uh, it's nice to just get one. I had to have one out in a couple of weeks and it was, uh, it's just not right. It was honestly just not right. And I, and I apologize for that. Um, let me know, reach out again. What are your thoughts on the length of episode? I always aim for around a half an hour. But uh, some people like them longer. I personally sometimes find, you know, it's hard to it's hard to listen to a a podcast that's you know three hours plus long. You know, not that I'm making them that long, so that's why I try to keep them short. Try to keep them personal. You know, get you moving on your day, and uh, you know, we, you know, something that you don't not going to take up too much of your time. But uh, I'll, we're going to have episodes that are going to be well over an hour. But I think you know, if if it's a solo episode, you know, look at that thirty minute mark. You know what I mean? I don't think that's too bad. Maybe you're on a run. Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe you're at the stinky, public, disgusting gym. And there's this big meat fuck who's just throwing weight around. And he's like looking at you. He's like looking at you over there being like, yeah? You want to lift this big bitch? You want to lift me up and throw me down like the big old bitch that I am? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Really, really do. Public gyms, man. Some people are just bored, though. Like, work out. You got to stay in shape, but don't make it your personality. Go fuck off. You know what I mean? Clown. God. There's a little bit of anger involved there, folks. This is episode number 59. I love you all. Be back for ver- more in less than a week, okay? It's going to be less than a week to the next episode. I love you all. Goodbye.